So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas hey you are listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley and rachel griman Each week, a new episode will air to help you grow your business by winning more bookings, maximizing profits, and breaking through your limiting beliefs. I don't know what that was. That was a new thing. You know, I was just just trying something new. You know, I was just trying something new, Rachel. Uh, Today we're talking, you know, I guess we could put this into the category of the imposter syndrome, but I want to get real specific with, with how this is showing up for me, how I see it showing up for other photographers. Mm-hmm. And and I just really want to have a conversation around it. I don't know if we're going to like solve the problem today, Rachel. Um, but I think... <laughs> prob- solve the problem of imposter syndrome yeah. for everyone listening. I think it's Not just more ass. of like a way to just like maybe like um, have more power over it than it has over us. Like I don't think yeah. it's going anywhere. You know what I mean? No. Um, but I think just by by being vulnerable, by willing to like to discuss it and, and discuss how it shows up for us, I think that that can give people a lot of power. And, and so welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. I really want to get into the specifics around the fear of marketing our own stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like, like advertising, like I, yes. I, do you relate to this, Rachel? Like this fear oh, around promotion, promoting our service or our product, like putting ourselves out there. Yeah. You in, yeah. you feel that? Absolutely. A hundred percent. I think we assume in a, it's a wrong assumption, spoiler alert that, um, everyone sees everything we post. Mm. I think that's the number one assumption that like strikes this fear in us. And it's like, because we put so much effort into the social media posts, the story, the real, the Instagram newsletter, or I mean the email newsletter, whatever piece of advertising we're talking about, we have thought about this so much that we just assume everyone who follows us on anything is reading it and seeing it. And that couldn't be further from the truth. And I am excited to talk to you about this today because I know that you feel this quite intimately this week because you're (laughs) in the middle of a launch, right? Yeah. I'm in the middle of like, of, of this very distinct period of time where I'm like, I'm, I'm actually advertising. And I don't, I don't normally, I don't normally do a lot of like, 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 Advertising, I like a lot of like mm-hmm. heavy promotion. A lot of what I do is more like inbound, where you know, 
I'll, I'll do really great workshops and experiences and just blow people away and then let them decide what to do on their own, you know? Right. And then you have the, had the luxury in a lot of ways of doing it in a laid back way yes. and letting people come to you, which is great, but it's also not always as effective as we need it to be. Yeah. And so like, you know, once or twice a year, I, I kind of like roll up my sleeves and I decide, okay, I'm, I am actually going to advertise. I'm actually yes. going to, argue. and it is, it is, I have to deal with so much imposter syndrome. So I'm so yeah. scared of like, I think probably more than anything else, it's, it's my desire to be liked and, 100%. and like the people pleaser in me mm -hmm. and, and this feeling or this sense of like, am I, am I annoying people? Mm -hmm. with I marketing take, my service. Yes. Yeah. And I would even take it a step further because Tell the me. voice in my head says I should be so good and so wanted that I don't have to talk about this. Uh, like yeah. I should be so beyond and above marketing that <laughs> people are just flocking to me without me ever mentioning that I would like people to hire me. And there's this level of, and again, this is the bad voice in my head. This is not true, but I feel desperate every time I say our books are open, like you can hire us. It makes me feel like I'm saying to the world, I didn't do a good enough job and nobody booked us. So now I'm asking you to, mm. and that's not what's happening, but that is the imposter voice in my head saying that we aren't good enough yet. And we still have to do this lowly act of marketing. Yes. And that's not what it is because you know, who still has to market Apple, Coca-Cola, <laughs> like the, you look at the marketing budgets of these giant companies that are beloved names for yes. some of them over a century, oh my they're goodness. still marketing. They're not above it. They will never be above it. They are billions of dollars, not above it. <laughs> and so I don't know why I think me with my cute little following on Instagram would ever be above talking about what I do. So I want to talk about with you, Ben, how this has felt this week, how I want you to go through the phases of how it feels to market booked solid, the program that you're oh, marketing sure. right now. For, for starters, like, actually what you just said just blew my mind. Like you just nailed it so well, Rachel. I oh, just, good. can you just therapy me? Is that what it's called? What's it called yeah, when you go to therapize? <laughs> That's what Anytime I need right then. now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that really connected. Uh, that, I mean, I think it's the first time I've heard it worded that way. And mm -hmm. it's so true. Um, and I'm just, you know, this is going live right now into the mastermind group. And I'm just seeing so many people who are watching this live, by the way, podcast listeners, if you're not already in the mastermind group, go join there. Cause these episodes go out far in advance mm -hmm. and you can just yes. see our, our cute little faces over here. Um, and we talk to you afterwards. Oh yeah, exactly. But I'm just seeing so many people light up in the chat about mm -hmm. what you just said, Rachel. And I just wanted to, I wanted to reemphasize that. Okay. So, so what was your question? What was your thought? Well, my question is you start this phase of like, okay, the beginning of the launch, you're rolling up your sleeves, you're going to do it. And you've spent, I know that you've spent weeks, if not months getting ready for this week. Right. Sure. sure. Yeah. And you've got funnel set up, you've got marketing materials that you've had to figure out and create with your team. And so you've been with the sleeves rolled up for a while, but it becomes very different when you start pushing send yes. on some of these things that you've done been creating. That's where I think the imposter stuff creeps in. Mm -hmm. It's when other people start seeing it because all of a sudden you're not perceiving it in your own mind anymore. Other people are perceiving you. So you instantly reread everything you've written and done 
thinking about how other people are seeing it and that's where it comes in. So talk to me about how that felt the first day you started the launch and to now, like talk about that journey. It resets every day, you know, like, so I (laughs) I just announced um, Book Solid yesterday, you know, like this Mm -hmm. big promotion for it. And and you almost actually, there's, it's almost easier the very first day because like there's so yeah. many things like that there's are moving excitement. and there's excitement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I woke up today and I just had this sense of dread. Like I, 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 I don't want to show my face again. Like after mm-hmm. I did the initial thing, you know, where like you, yeah. you set up shop, you make the announcement. Yeah. It was actually going like walking back into the room again. That was harder for me today. By the way, still what? here, still doing this. <laughs> like, it's just like, look at me again. Yeah. I know you looked at me yesterday, yeah. but yeah. You know, I even, totally even on my schedule, I, you know, I had, I had, uh, written that, that I was, I, I wanted to make another post to let people know about book solid at 11, mm-hmm. 1130 today, 1130 mm-hmm. past Rachel noon hits. Dude, but 1230 hits one o'clock. And so at one o'clock, I finally was like, okay, I'm doing the thing. And I think one of the things that I, um, it's kind of ironic is, uh, so, um, you know, I do coaching calls, uh, every Tuesday with the book solid students. And this question came up during a coaching call where I'm coaching somebody else and giving them all this really great feedback oh, for wonderful the thing advice, that I'm sure. I can't handle in my own life. Mm-hmm. Cause she was asking about just like the imposter syndrome and just like marketing and, and showing up when uh, she's just like scared of what other people are going to think, you know? Mm-hmm. And the feedback that I gave her is what got me through today and allowed me to just like make, just make another post about it is that um, it's, it's not going away. Like this feeling that I have, this feeling of wanting to be liked, of fear of, of annoying people, of dread, of, of imposter or whatever, like it's, it's not going to disappear. Mm-mm. And the sooner that I could stop trying to, to resist it and fight it and just feel all of that, we'll say anxiety around it, um, and then move forward after feeling it all, um, uh, that's how I actually keep keep showing up. And I, I, I had mentioned Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins yeah. has this like three, two, one rule. Have you heard of that? The yes. three second rule? Yes. I did that. It's today. like when she's getting out of bed in the morning. Yes. It's like so she does this down. thing. Any, anytime she's up against something that she like knows she needs to do is terrified to do it for whatever reason, she goes three, two, one. And it kind of like overrides her mind. It overrides mm-hmm. all the limiting beliefs and all of the talking and the chatter up there. And it's like three, two, one. And then she jumps three, two, one. She does the action three, two, one. She presses mm-hmm. send on the email three, two, one. And she gets out of bed and goes to the gym, whatever it is. I literally had to do three, two, one today. I like <laughs> sat here in this very seat and I was like, okay, three, two, one. I'm going to go live at two o'clock and do a Q and a, you know, mm-hmm. four books solid. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just had to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, we're talking about for myself, my example of how I, how I do this with how I'm dealing with this, with my course, but like it's at the photographers are, are all dealing with this too. It's like hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there's this deep sense of like, I think it's also a fear on inauthenticity. Like, is this inauthentic to market my business? You know, Mm -hmm. what's your take on that? My take on that is that I don't know if this is a business owner thing or a female thing or a combination of both, but like I can, you know, when I'm wearing my photographer hat, I can have a photo shoot and walk away feeling like I crushed that. Like, I know I did exactly for that family what I promised them that I would do and more. And I know I'm going to deliver on that promise that I made them. But not every shoot is like that. 
And not every session feels that way. Uh, I would say most of them at this point in my career do. But I think that it, the voice of being inauthentic gets really loud when because when you market, you have to make a lot of promises. Mm. You have to um, put yourself out there as I will do X. You know, you will get X results. You have to say those things to get people interested, to get people intrigued. And I think every once in a while, the imposter syndrome syndrome shows up when you're like, but what if, what if this is the first time in my life that I don't deliver that, you know? And it's you, even though you have this long history of being able to deliver it, you, when you hit send and put it out publicly, you question if you're going to this time. And I think that's where a lot of photographers get stuck because they still don't have confidence in themselves to deliver on the thing that they know that it can deliver on. Mm. And I think that is the same thing that you're saying. You just need to flex that muscle. It's not going to go away. I don't think self-doubt ever goes away entirely. I think that's part of what makes people good people is that they're constantly checking themselves. But I do think that you can strengthen your tools in combating it and in um, guaranteeing things. And I don't think that means that people live a blameless life or have a faultless career where they never make a mistake. But I do think it's very important to look at your track record and to say, hey, I am capable of this. I am making these promises because I know that I have delivered on this every time in the past. So I think for me, that's where I come up against it a lot and where I see a lot of my own clients come up against things because they don't, when we're writing copy for people, I say, what promise are you making here? Like you have to promise something that is that is sales. And so what are you promising that's different than someone else? And people always hesitate on that because they're nervous to say, I absolutely can do this. I, I love that. I, even as you're saying that it, it brought up another idea that I, I've seen show up for me as a photographer and then how it's translated as I, as I've gone into coach photographers as well. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of photographers relating to this. I, I imagine is that we, we oftentimes forget or we misplace, um, like how far we've come and how good we are at actually what we do because, because it actually feels easy to us and because these, and because we're, we're actually kind of so, so uniquely good at it Mm -hmm. that we just think like, well, this is just any, like this is what anybody could do. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I, and on top of it, I enjoy it. It almost feels like, well, I enjoy doing this thing. I enjoy making artwork and this person's going to pay me for it. Like they're going to pay right. me like all this money for this thing that I enjoy mm-hmm. doing. That honestly comes really easy to me. Well, it didn't mm-hmm. always come really easy to you. And it probably comes really easy because of your unique giftings and your time and your practice and your effort and your energy. And we just, we forget that other people, they don't, they don't see the world the way that you see the world, right. As yeah. a photographer, and, and that is actually one of the things I see get in the way for a lot of creatives is mm-hmm. they're viewing it through this really, uh, isolated lens of their own experience. Yeah. And it's just not the same lens other people have. Well, at the same time, having this other lens that only views all of their failures and faults. Yes. <laughs> yes. The one bad review out of a hundred yes. or the one negative comment out of a thousand, that kind of thing. And what you said, Ben, actually really relates to what we started talking about with posting content that you feel like is annoying people. Mm. I struggle with this a lot because I feel like I talk about the same things over and over and over and over again, but it's because it's easy in my mind. Mm. These ideas and these concepts I've been studying for 10 years. You know, I've been a copywriter for 12 years at this point. So when I talk about copy, it feels like, oh, there's Rachel on her, on her copywriting shit again. That's how it feels to me because all I've been thinking about this 
all I've been thinking about for 12 years is this. And so I think people are hesitant to post their work with another caption of another couple or another family because they're like, oh, here she goes again with that same stuff. No one else is thinking about this nearly as much as you. Yeah. So what you just said is relevant in the posting schedule as well. And just because you announced that you raised your prices last week or you switched your structure or you're starting to specialize in a new niche, just because you said something a month ago or a week ago, first of all, 10% of your audience saw it. Second of all, the 10% of those 10% remember So we are working with 1% of your whole audience right now. I'm sure I did that math correctly. Um, (laughs) That actually saw and digested what you said. So you need to do it 10 more times to get even a tiny percentage of your audience engaged. So I think it's really important to remember that just because it feels easy to you and just because it feels like you're talking about it all the time does not make that reality at all. I think, you know, when I see other people who I follow, admire, look up to, and I really resonate with their messaging, uh, do this over and over and over again, I realize, oh, I'm still here completely engaged. Like, you know, we'll take someone like um, yes. uh, Alex Ramosi or, or Gary Vee or some of that, you know, we'll go with the, yeah, the yeah, classic yeah. like entrepreneurs. They're just saying the same message over and over and over. But honestly, I probably needed to hear it 30 times before it finally and was every like... every week I'm like, yeah, yeah exactly. wow. <laughs> Blowing my mind again. Yeah. With this one of the same five concepts you've been speaking about for 20 years. Yes. Tell me more. Yeah, and I'm so there. And I, and I, a lot of times I put this pressure myself that like every every piece of marketing has to be new it has to be different unique special yes. and if it's not then i'm a failure if it's not then uh people are gonna unfollow you yeah if then it's enough then whatever it is right and and i think um you need to i think you need to state your message uh, mm-hmm. a number of times before people actually like oh okay i should probably pay attention to that what is what is like the the what there's like a number of of touch points that like seven. exists you know well i think it was seven like you know i was just gonna say it was seven years ago yeah. <laughs> it was literally seven when i started my business a decade ago yeah. it's gotta be like 14 it's gotta now. be at least double the amount of touch points before people because start there's to double the attention. amount of online businesses yeah 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 um so you know i i guess i i want the photographers who are listening to this um who were late to probably the biggest thing is like if if people if they don't know that you exist they they can't hire you they just can't right. hire you right and there will be some pain involved like the, it's not going away there's going to be this sense of that of of kind of like dealing with the whatever comes up for you and i think we all have it in different ways or degrees you know and what i'm learning is um i guess i'm learning that it's worth it Mm-hmm. Like, like to, and it's also helping me grow as a person. It's like, it's revealing parts of me that need more healing and need yeah. more like deep work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this desire to just be liked all the time mm-hmm. and to yeah. always, you know, to like never, never, uh, never rock be, the boat. yeah, exactly. Never rock the boat. It's like, okay, what's there? Interesting. Because I, yeah. I think when I really do like rest my head and I, and I, and I close my eyes, like I really do believe in what I'm doing. Like I believe mm-hmm. in book solid. I yes. believe in the results that it gets. I know that it's beneficial. And I bet many of the photographers feel the same. Like when they close their eyes, they know like I, I'm making great work for my clients. Totally. I, I get to serve them so well. Why mm-hmm. am I ashamed to, to pr- promote that? Totally. Why am I ashamed to advertise that? 
Yeah. And Ben, I was literally just going to say, I want to use Booked Solid as an example for this right now, just because it's obviously so fresh in your mind, having only launched it yesterday or launched this big push. Um, This is something that you really believe in. You have literally been doing this for almost two decades you know, learning about how to be booked solid and now transitioning from photographer to coach in this, as you have the past couple of years, what is the one thing that when you do close your eyes and think about it, it's like, all I'm trying to offer is this for, for photographers. Like if at the end of the day, I could just say one thing and have everybody hear it who might be interested in book solid, this is the thing that they need to know that I want to do for them. Hmm. Hmm. You think about this because I think for photographers, this comes down to their unique selling point. Like a photographer at the end of the day is going to have one thing that if they could tell their clients about them, this is what they want them to know. Like, I'm going to take really good care of you and we're going to have fun that yeah. day. Or I'm going to give you images of yourself that blow you away, that you've never seen yourself look this good. You know, there's going to be kind of that core message that each photographer has that is uniquely their own of what they want to do. And if you believe in that core message, it becomes a lot easier to market it. And I know there's a core message for book solid that you believe in. Otherwise you wouldn't be selling it. (laughs) Yeah. There's probably a couple. Um, you know, from my perspective to them, it's like, I, you don't have to go alone. Like, um, uh, you don't have to guess. Like yeah. there's resources. <laughs> and I think again, kind of coming up against this, like I, I think a lot of times we think like, well, I, 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 I should have this figured out. If if mm-hmm. someone else knew, why can't I do it? And so like there's a there's there's this feeling of like, well, if I can't do it alone, like that, I'm um, I should be able to. I shouldn't need to like get help or whatever. Right. Right. And just uh, wanting people to know like it's okay to have help, and it's way more fun to to like to do this thing, like to have a business when you get to do it alongside other people who are, they're in the same place as you, they're mm-hmm. going at the same pace. Maybe they're a couple of steps ahead, a couple of steps behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just not having to do it alone. It's really, totally. uh, it's really hard to wake up every day and go to your living room and open up a laptop <laughs> and sit on the couch and like have enough, uh, like drive to just like hustle through it and grit through mm-hmm. it and like come up with all the things to do. And I did yeah. that for so long. And, um, and so just to be able to do with others, you know, yeah. I think that's probably uh, a big thing. Like being yeah. in the coaching calls with photographers mm-hmm. is just, it, 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 that has brought me a ton of purpose because I get to actually get it back in the trenches again with them instead mm-hmm. of just like, all right, here's a course, go <laughs> yeah. be, be yeah. gone. Totally. And actually like, get in there and like yeah. get under the hood and like, see what's going on and see what their problems that aren't just business problems either. But like, sometimes mm. they're like, it's motivation. It's just like, it's this, like hella personal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of like this, you know, and, yeah, then just, yeah. and, and seeing what gets unlocked, even is having those conversations. And so, yeah. you know, and it's I, interesting as you're talking about this, I'm realizing a lot of us left jobs where we worked with other people and we didn't like it. So we became entrepreneurs so we could work by ourselves. And then it's like, I think a lot of us swing to that extreme that you were just talking about thinking we have to wake up and go to our laptop in our living room by ourselves because we started this and this is our business and it's only our job. I get in that mindset a lot. And then you remember like, Oh, there's a whole community of other entrepreneurs that I can tap into and their beautiful brains can help me. 
Like, I don't have to figure this out by myself. And we aren't meant to. Like, every time I add a team member to our team or invest in coaching or education, I make a gigantic leap in my business financially and emotionally. I offload something that has been holding me down and I make more money and so do other people. And that kind of investment is truly invaluable to your mental health and it's very valuable to your bank account. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. Is, Is this a good place to wrap? I think so. Sorry, I was feeling real chatty. Maybe I, know, I should this is always I, drink a 75-ounce Diet Coke before we record these. I like this. I, I like that today you just kind of interviewed me. This was kind of a, this was like a fun yeah. little um, a fun little twist here. Uh, yeah. I really appreciate your insight, Rachel. This was really helpful um, and just allowed me to, like, I, I'm, I'm going to roll my sleeves and, and show back up, you know, great. Uh, today. You're doing tomorrow. great, Ben. Thank you. I'm doing my best here. <laughs> And, and you know, whoever buys Book Solid is very lucky to have Ben's wonderful brain and tactics for their business. I, I have seen more about this program than any other, and the people who have been in it are obsessed with it. Thank you. And the it's last true. thing I think I would like to say is like, um, not everyone is is gonna like me, and not everyone's gonna <laughs> like you. And yeah. I just I, I think it's really helpful to to say the obvious because I think a lot of times as the people pleaser. Um, as one who always wants to be like, like that's, that is the goal. And I think I need to change the goal a little bit because if that's the goal, it stops me from, from actually being authentic to who I am. It stops me from showing up in the ways that I need to show up for myself and for my, the mm-hmm. community who do like me and for my yeah. family and for my kiddos. And, and it's such a ridiculous goal. Like, who am I to think that like, I could, I could actually please everyone. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, know you're someone the is... one person in the history of the world that's going to do it. You know what? I, know, I do the same thing. I realized this when I went to, um, I was on YouTube one day and I was like looking at the trailer from like the original Lion King, you know, <laughs> okay. and, yeah. and it had like a billion thumbs up. And, you know, positive things. And then there was like, there was like 10,000 thumbs down for the original trailer to the Lion King. I was like, who? 10,000 people said no thanks. Uh, yeah, I know. And I was like, hey, listen, if the Lion King trailer from 1997 <laughs> has 10,000 people that gave it a thumbs down, then then I think I can handle, a, 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 you know, 10. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and this is like copywriting 101, but applies to all business. If you are trying to talk to everyone, you're talking to no one mm. because you're not going to be for everyone. And your message only relates when it gets specific and you're trying to solve specific problems. And that's what you're doing, Ben. You're solving something specific. Not every photographer needs this and they should, there's a lot of people that shouldn't invest in this, but there's also a lot of people that should because they are after the very specific thing that you're offering. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, podcast, thanks for hanging out with, uh, with the therapy phone call <laughs> with, with Rachel. <laughs> we'll do me next. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I'll, <laughs> let's do that. Let's kind of, we'll chat about what, what we want to unearth and, okay. uh, and we'll just air it. We'll air it next week. That uh, sounds Love wonderful. It. Okay, perfect. Well, Hey, until next week where we get to, um, you know, hear about Rachel's dirty laundry, uh, <laughs> keep showing up and be kind to yourselves. Bye everyone.